Live and direct. Yeah. They came for a show so quiet on the set. On the set. Quiet as it's kept. Yeah. We came from the bottom with our grind and our sweat. And I sweat. It's time to collect. Yeah. Every single thing from the shine to the checks. Then again, you know it's only up from here. You can go and clock out, it's only us from here. Make a lot of noise, a lot of fuss from here. With the game on the line, we just clutch from here. You ain't gotta ask, I'ma go be great. Everybody in my circle, they gon' go be great. If you ain't on the team, homie, don't be late. Cause everybody on my team, they gon' go be great. Yeah, yeah, they gon' go be great. Everybody on my team, they gon' go be great. Yeah, yeah, they gon' go be great. Everybody in my circle, they gon' go be great. Let's go. What's going on, Miami? I am Derek Lane, and I want to welcome you all to episode number two of the Derek Lane Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for rocking with me. This is the podcast for the city, Miami, 305, Dade County. Stand up. Let's go. I want to start out this episode by sending love and prayers to everyone affected by Hurricane Ian. I know us locals often like to joke about throwing hurricane parties, but this storm was no joke. At the time of me recording, there are approximately 50 confirmed deaths and experts expect that number to grow. Two million people are still without power and about 10,000 people are still stuck living in shelters. There are so many ways to volunteer or send aid and if you have the means to do so, please help out in any way that you can. Prior to the storm, it was crazy to see Tampa Bay empty due to the reverse storm surge, like all the water was gone. For as far as your eyes can see, there was no water in the bay and all you can see was the seafloor. People were walking out, flicking it up for the gram because really it was so mind-blowing. It was just this eerie reminder that these storms, these natural disasters are so powerful. I also found a newfound respect for storm trackers. They go out in these crazy conditions just to report live on just how bad the storm is outside. And us Floridians need that because we have this instinctual desire to be daredevils and test shit out and push things to the limits. If the storm trackers don't do it, we definitely will. We're going to go out there and see just how bad that storm is. For some reason, we have this strange desire to see what we can endure, like the fools who jumped into the water in Fort Myers prior to the storm making landfall. The waves were violently crashing against the seawall and the dock, and people were just like, yo, maybe this is a good idea to jump in the water for a swim, you know? Luckily, none of them died. Our folks in Broward also got lucky because there were two confirmed tornadoes that touched ground, and they caused some pretty decent damage. Tornadoes are often the thing that I worry about because we saw the role that they played during the devastation from Hurricane Andrew. I was flying back from Houston Tuesday night to beat the storm, which was the dumbest idea. And I always use the plane's Wi-Fi because I'm a millennial and I don't like to be disconnected. But as soon as our plane got over Fort Lauderdale, that's when all of the reports of the tornadoes came out. Thankfully, we made it back just fine. But damn, that was a rough flight. That turbulence was pretty intense. On Wednesday, the day Ian made landfall, down in Cutler Bay, there was an individual shot and killed over an argument at Walmart. Out of all the days when everyone should be at home with their families, with their loved ones, we have this type of shit going on. It's crazy how Trick Daddy's song back in the days, which came out in the 90s, is more relevant today than back then. The senseless violence has only grown. I was also checking the comment section of Cutler Bay Social on their post about the shooting, And it's just a reminder of how racist a city Miami can be. People in the comments were saying all types of things like this is no surprise because it happened in the Section 8 area and all other nonsense happens there like this. Yo, 
Crime happens everywhere. The sewers run under every community. Every community, every demographic deals with this type of bullshit. In Hialeah this past week, a teen was arrested and charged as an adult for posing as an underage girl to entrap older men to extort them. The kid will get men to agree to meet up with this underage female persona and then reveal to them his true identity and threaten to turn them into the police unless they paid him money. But check this out. He only tried to hit the guy up who reported him for $10. Like, you went through this elaborate Dexter scheme to get these pervy men for only $10? This kid was banking on the fact that the men wouldn't snitch because they were doing something illegal as well. But yo, it backfired because not only did this kid get arrested, he got charged as an adult. It was also found out that this dude had a history of doing this to people. He made thousands of dollars extorting people for years, kids at his school, and other different online schemes. He could have really used this ability to do some good and get these pedophiles off the streets, but nope, he sold himself short, literally. Last week, I mentioned how I wasn't sold that Tua experienced a back injury against the Bills. Everyone with eyes knew that Tua suffered a concussion during that game, but they tried to pass it off as a back injury. Throughout the week prior to the game against the Bengals, so many local reporters who are affiliated with the Dolphins try to take shots at people with common sense. Many of these media members must have gone to the same comedy school that lacks in actually being funny because the way they tried to dismiss people was calling them Twitter doctors. So funny, so creative. Like the people who come up with the variations of LeBron's name by putting lay in front of whatever word they can find synonymous with being garbage or crybaby. These all reeked of the same stupid types of jokes that were just ignorant. These on-air personalities and journalists tried to double down on their willful ignorance, blended with compromise by association by referencing the fact that Tua was evaluated by an independent doctor. Well, that independent doctor was fired on Saturday because sadly, just four days later on Thursday night football against the Bengals, Tua suffered possibly the scariest thing I have ever seen on a football field. Tua got his head hit again on the ground and practically laid lifeless with his fingers curled up in the most obscure way. No one has to be a doctor to know the symptomology of a head injury. We know what a concussion looks like. You don't have to be a doctor to know that if someone's finger is bent in a weird way, most likely they broke their finger. It was clear. It was apparent. And Tua should not have returned to that game against the Bills, let alone play against the Bengals. So all you personalities and journalists can just shut up and listen to the doctors who graduated from the University of Twitter's medical school because we specialize in common sense. The problem that was so annoying with you reporters is the fact that you guys are supposed to be objective and have the ability to report on both sides of an issue. But clearly, you all are compromised. There was smoke to the fire of Tua's injury, but you guys just tried to disregard it and wouldn't even touch on the notion that mistakes were possibly made intentionally or neglectfully. Also, many of you reporters have never even played the sports that you guys report on. You guys also lack the athleticism, yet you guys are able to speak on the topic of sports. So per your logic, maybe you should just quit your jobs and leave reporting to the people who actually played or coached within their sport. People also act like the Dolphins have earned the benefit of the doubt. 
The Finns have a history of shady shit. Look no further than last year. The owner is currently suspended. Beyond that, the NFL is a league that has also not earned the benefit of the doubt either. In a league where we have seen Deflategate and Spygate, the league does not deserve the nod that they did something the right way. The Dolphins are also not an organization like the Miami Heat who handle themselves in the right way and do things in a stand-up manner. So stop with this bogus stuff. Anyways, rest in peace to Coolio. He gave us one of the greatest hip-hop songs. And matter of fact, he gave us one of the greatest songs in all genres of music. Gangsta's Paradise is a classic, and he will be forever remembered as an icon. I know, that's one hell of a segue from talking about the Dolphins to rest in peace Coolio. But I just got to a point where I could not talk about that anymore without getting further upset. Because it was just so stupid. Like, this past week was so stupid in Miami sports media. The only one who really spoke up and spoke the truth was Mike Florio. Um, there, there were actually a, a few more national um, analysts who actually spoke the truth. But down here in Miami, yo, it was whack and it was disgusting. I want to wrap up this show by telling you, lastly, if you are a small business owner here in Miami, Comcast is giving away a $10,000 grant to a small business owner here in the city. Comcast launched the Comcast Rise program to help people of color and women combat the negative effects of the pandemic had on small businesses in our community. All you need to do is head over to ComcastRise.com and confirm your eligibility and apply. The application period is from October 3rd, which is going to be today, to the 16th. I am a huge advocate of small businesses in Miami, and this is a great opportunity for small businesses in our community. Miami, I want to thank you all for rocking with me and allowing me to be your voice of the city. I want you all to have a great week and stay safe. Remember, self-improvement you put into yourself is for you and not others. Leveling up should be personal to you and your ambitions. And in the words of Rick Ross, who gives a fuck what a hater got to say? Go be great, Miami.